Welcome to Confessions by the Unheard, where spirituality and self-development intertwine for healing, growth, and transformation. Welcome back to Confessions by the Unheard, and welcome to episode three. I am so, so excited for just how far we are coming, especially because I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. So before I'm even able to make another episode, God will give me a topic. But before I can actually release that word, it doesn't matter how much studying I do. I'm trying to prepare. I'm trying to make sure that what I come to you guys with is backed up by the word and I've done enough research and I know what I'm speaking on and God is like, ah, ah, you're going to have to actually live this thing because it doesn't matter how much you actually learn, how much you study, how much you go on Google and try to research. It doesn't matter if it's not from experience. You are only speaking about what you think you know and not what you actually know because you haven't lived it. You don't know, understand the depths of it. So Creating these episodes are really interesting, not because I actually enjoy this part. I love coming on here and being able to just speak. I love helping people. I love impacting the lives of other people. But the interesting part is actually the stuff that I go through in my personal life to be able to reach the point where I'm able to pour out what God has filled up in me. So this episode, we are talking about establishing our faith. And what that actually looks like in my whole journey to that. But before we get into that, I want to share a revelation that God had gave me on Friday, actually, when I was at work. And I was sitting there and I was kind of like having, I don't want to say anxiety. I feel like anxiety is definitely a stretch. But the day before that, I was literally stuck in my head going through the emotions of just like, I was in a battle of my life. Because I'm so emotionally stable that when I'm not, I find myself fighting with myself. Because I'm like, you're better than this. You're, you think higher than this. Like, come on. You can win this battle. So, like, my thoughts, the negative thoughts versus, like, my positive self, they literally were fighting each other. And the next day, I went to work and God made it so plain. Wow. That was just so important. And the revelation he gave me, he said... The reason that I make you live out exactly what it is that you're going to be speaking about is because the same reason he sent Jesus on this earth and made him actually live here before. Because honestly, if we really want to think about it, he's God. He can do anything that he wants to do. But when Jesus came on this earth, he actually had to live among the people, get to know them, what it is to actually be human, feel their emotions, feel everything that it is to just be here on this earth. So he said, before you can pour out, you need to have the heart of understanding. You need to have the heart of compassion. And I thought that was so profound because it's really what I'd be going through. So this week we are focusing in on establishing our faith. Now I read a quote in a book that I was reading. The author is John Bevere and the quote read, God does not respond to our need. He responds to our faith. And I thought that was so profound that I really thought and pondered on that for a moment because I want to direct you guys to something. How many times have you and even myself prayed to God, asking him to fulfill a desire or to meet a need and nothing happens? 
everything kind of just stays the same and we're stuck feeling like, well, are you hearing me? Um, am I doing something wrong? Why has my circumstances not yet changed? And I want to go ahead and shed a little bit of light of why that's not happening. And if we can go ahead and focus our attention to James 1 verses 5 through 6, it says, because when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. So I want to go ahead and that's so plain. He literally put it so plain that a lot of us are asking by need and not by faith. We are faith-based creatures, but we are also double-minded in all of our ways. That the moment that we fix our lips to ask from God, we don't even have the faith to believe that he is moving, that it is already done, that we have already won the victory, that we have already received the promise, that we are waved. We are wavered and shaken by negative thinking, by doubts, by insecurities, all of these things that are sent to just be a distraction. We are allowing it to uproot the faith that we are supposed to have in Christ, that anything that we ask for in the Lord and do not doubt that we shall receive, right? Now, how do we actually cultivate that unwavering faith? And I want to go ahead and take you to and introduce you guys to what is known as the crushing season. And a lot of people do not like this process. It's painful. A lot of times it's confusing. You really don't understand what's going on. So I'm going to give you guys a better illustration of what I've personally been battling with within this season. So when God gave me the word to start the podcast, I thought, okay, God, I mean, Sure, I can just jump and do that. But he's like, there's a preparation season that you must undergo. And in the preparation season, guys, I was tripping through the process. All of my old insecurities, all of the baggage that I had thought I left behind in the past was resurfacing. I was literally going through a warfare within my mind, trying to combat what I know versus what I feel in that moment. And my strategy was to just post scriptures around my room and to read it until it got so deep in my heart that when a negative thought did arise, so did the scripture. And that was truly my sword. God says to put on the full armor of Christ and that the sword is the word, right? So in order to truly cultivate that faith, we have to endure our crushing season. We have to be very, very intentional about the perspective that we look at it through because we're dealing with chaos, not only within ourselves. A lot of times we're dealing with chaos within the circumstances around us. And what felt like pressure and breaking was really birthing a new mindset and a new heart posture within me. And that is the perspective that I want us to get into, understanding that all things do work together for our greater good, that if we are in this moment, we are going through the crushing process. We are literally being broken down to be lifted up, but we first have to understand why it's happening, that God is trying to produce something new with inside of us, Something that cannot be produced until we go ahead and get rid of all the old baggage and we get it up from the root. That is why it's resurfacing. In the midst of my chaos, I'm literally asking God, 
why am I going through this? I thought we handled this. And he's like, you didn't dig it up from the root. So now we have to go through this process. And it's super uncomfortable. It's unbearable. All of these situations just seem to be hitting us left and right. And the insecurities are coming. The doubts are coming. The greed is coming. The comparison is coming. The love of money even is coming. And all of these ideas trying to figure out, okay, well, I had all of these promises, but now I'm going through all of this. And I really don't know how I'm going to get to the other side. I really don't know how all things are going to work together for my, my greater good. I'm not really sure about how... I'm going to become the highest version of me because right now I feel like I'm in a place and I'm stuck in this moment. I feel like I'm in a place of deep progression, not understanding that before the progression even comes, chaos erupts. Anything beautiful that I realize in life that is birth is birth from a place of chaos. Now, I want to go ahead and offer you guys a different perspective of looking at this. So we were talking about the crushing season and how it is birthing something new with inside of us. I want to talk about the things that it is possibly birthing with inside of you. So for me, it was a different mindset. I realized when I actually really just took a step back and allowed God to show me from an outside point of view, in the process, it looked like I was progressing backwards. In the process... It looked like all hell was breaking around me. But from the outside looking in, it developed a mindset that I would not have had had I not gone through the crushing season. Had I not dealt with the negative thoughts and the doubts and the insecurities. Had I not gone through being uncomfortable so that I can birth the mindset that's going to take me to the next level, that's going to advance me, right? Then we have birthing the focus. I'm not going to lie, guys. This walk requires intentionality, faith, and focus. A lot of us are not focused because there's so many distractions. The doubt, the insecurities being in your head, allowing yourself to be consumed with worry and fear, that is distraction. And in order to focus up, we're going to have to go ahead and get rid of and declutter from all of the things that are trying to steal our focus. And how do we do that? By getting so uncomfortable about where we are that we have no choice but to finally break free from all of that through a different mindset. Stepping into a state of focus. It's also birthing new habits within us. The habits are so, so important. The habits are very, very important because the habits are what sets your routine and your routine is what sets your life. And a lot of times we have a lot of bad habits, but I don't even want us to focus on the bad habits. As I talked about in my last podcast on episode two, you don't want to focus on the negativity because then you're going to be consumed with more worry. You want to focus on the new habits that you're creating. And as you're going through the process and it's uncomfortable, you're going to have to find new ways to bring you stress release. Rather, that's praying more. For me, it was praying more. It was reading my word more. For me, it was getting in the presence of God and actually getting to know him because I don't, I'm not sure about anything else around me, but I am sure of the one who created me. I am sure of the person who has planted the purpose, the talents, and the gift within me. That I am sure of. So he became my focus. And 
I just really want to show how important that truly is. That is a new habit. I have built up a habit of a new prayer life, a new habit of being intentional, meditating, clearing my mind, doing affirmations, things that actually feed my inner being. But all of that was birthed in my crushing season. And now I want to take us to the most important thing that it is developing within us. It is helping us go deeper in our faith, but not just in God, but within ourselves. Because as I was just saying, a lot of times we are confident in God. We are confident that he is who he says he is, but we have a lot of insecurity, self-doubt, shame, anger towards ourselves. We don't trust ourselves, right? And I believe that when you're going through this process and you're making the necessary changes to actually endure and come out on the other side, you are developing a new trust within yourself, showing that you are reliable, showing yourself compassion, showing yourself grace and mercy, learning yourself, learning to love you through the dysfunction of it all, knowing that where you are right now doesn't define you. It is about you becoming intentional in your growth that is, going to attend, that is going to initially define where you go and who you are, that you are resilient, that you are brave, that you are confident, that you are bold, that you literally are God-fearing, that you literally have the power and the authority to walk and create the life that you deserve. But all of this is birthed in the crushing season. So as we all know, diamonds were formed under pressure. And those who endure until the very end shall see his glory manifest. And I want to go ahead and turn our attention to verse James 1, 3 through 4. It says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. He said it so clear for us. He said, allow patience to have her perfect work so that we can have the perseverance, so that we can have the endurance to face the trials and the tribulations. A lot of times we want to be advanced to the next level, not understanding with each new level, there is a new level of difficulties. There are a new level of problems. And if you can't handle the problems on this level, you cannot handle the problems on that level. So we have to learn patience. We have to learn and develop the habit of perseverance and endurance. That is why God says the testing and the trials of your faith will produce this. Understanding that if I'm in a crushing season, oh, bet something beautiful is about to be birthed from this, right? That is the mindset that I want us to shift into the perspective of when all chaos is breaking loose. We know that we are literally about to step into a new version of ourselves, one that is going to shake the room, one that is literally going to do things that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. But we have to have that faith not only within God, but within ourselves. And I want to go ahead and now shift this into We are in this season of positioning, right? Are you really paying attention of how all of this is lining up? You're in a 
season of crushing. You're in a season of pruning, getting rid of and de- decluttering from everything that serves you no purpose, that hinders your walk. You are literally being positioned for the miracle. You are being positioned for the breakthrough. You are being positioned for the healing. You are being positioned for transformation. You are being positioned to start the business, to take on the job. You are being positioned for the breakthroughs that you're just looking for, that he, everything that he has for you, he is literally positioning you for that. But it requires our obedience and our focus. A lot of times we want to figure it out on our own, but God is saying, I didn't call you to do that. In this moment, I just called you to be obedient. What he says should be the only thing that you are focusing on in this moment. If you want to endure, you're going to have to learn to set aside your own selfish desires and align yourself with his will. Now, how do you align yourself with his will? By simply getting in a relationship with him, by seeking first the kingdom, by allowing him to permeate not just your atmosphere, but your inner being, learning who he reveals himself to you to be. The more time you spend with somebody, the more you pick up of that person, the more you learn that person, the more that person's habits and desires become yours. It is the same thing. And one of the most profound things that God revealed to me is another way that he speaks to us is through our desires, by placing his desires into our hearts that we may know what to pray for and ask for through faith, right? I thought that was so, so, so profound. So I want to go ahead and give you guys a faith-building exercise. Study the word, And as I was telling you in this season that I was just in, I was putting scriptures all around my wall because I'm taking that in each and every day. I'm literally letting that marinate on my heart so that when I'm going through the tests and the trials, the Holy Spirit is literally bringing to my attention everything that I need. God said that he will never leave nor forsaken me. God is within her. She will not fail. That greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All of these verses are coming up in the midst of trials. And I'm standing firm in my faith. I'm standing firm in my trust knowing that those promises are not void. That he is not a man. That he shall lie. That all of those things are going to come to pass. So you want to actually really get those verses in your heart. Because until those verses become alive in your situation, they're just words on a page. They're just things that you see and you read, but they have no significant meaning because it hasn't made manifest into your life yet. That is why I love James 1 verse 3 through 4, where he's talking about patience and perseverance because that became alive to me in that crushing season. That became my truth, right? And lastly, during this season, we need to check our heart posture, guys. It is so, so important that we are enduring this season with a heart of gratitude, with being in the most purest form. Sometimes you don't want to be, you don't feel the most grateful, right? But that's you stepping outside of yourself to check on the next person, to look around and remember everything that God has already done for you, everything that you have. 
not complaining. It's so easy to complain while you're in it, but all you're doing is slowing down your process. He says, in order to receive, you must be in one of the purest forms. And a lot of times that purest form is found in love and gratitude, checking our heart posture. Every day, if I'm not feeling like myself, I literally will ask God, give me a heart check. Check my heart posture. Give me something to shift the focus because I know if my heart is not in the right position and God says above all things, guard your heart for everything that you do flows from it, right? So we need to be very, very, very cautious about our thoughts because our thoughts become our emotions and that is the things that is dwelling within us. But we want to make sure that we have the correct heart posture to even receive from God. So God said, right, I want to wrap this up now. We're going to review the points. God said, we do not receive by need. We receive by faith. And in order to build up that faith in him, we're going to have to go through some things. In order to trust in him, we're going to have to see him show up and show out. That is why he allows certain situations. It is for his glory. It is for him to get the final say that I am who I am and that I, what I say holds true and that I can do all things because I am the creator of all things. At the end of the day, it is for God's glory. And if we're going to receive the things that he has for our life, we're going to have to develop and cultivate our faith in order to get to that next level. Now, thank you guys so much for taking your time out to just listen. Thank you guys for supporting me through this process in the beginning stages. Thank you for the people who listen each and every single week. Your support does not go unnoticed. I am truly, truly grateful for each and every one of you. Guys, stay tuned. We will be back next week when God brings a fresh word. And you guys be safe until then.